What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where we get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I am your host, Connor Duffy. If you need help with substance abuse and you need resources, you can reach out to me. My number is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. Man, I am so ready for the spring. It was an absolutely beautiful day today, and I'm just ready to roll right into spring and summer with a little uh, uh, preview of what's to come. So I am excited. Uh, what I want to talk about today are basically a few slogans, a few quotes that really helped me in my recovery. And I think it can bring a lot of value to you guys. And one of the big things about recovery, it's really about simplifying stuff. We become so overwhelmed so quickly. And to be honest, I mean, a lot of times it's because of our mentality and we psych ourselves out and get way ahead of ourselves and overwhelmed with things that we really, we just need to simplify shit. That's what recovery is about. And that's honestly, that's what, like anything that's complex, which we are, we're complex human beings and our minds operate in mysterious ways, but we really just need to oversimplify things instead of being overwhelmed and over overcomplicate them. And a lot of times you know, we'll worry about shit well before we even need to. And by the time those certain situations pop up or those fears come into play in our lives, we're in a totally different position to actually handle them the correct way. So so we tend to pretty much get ahead of ourselves quite a bit in early recovery. Um, so the first thing I want to talk about, the, the first slogan is one day at a time, which is obviously a big one in AA. And I learned this in AA, and you will learn it for sure if you go to 12-step meetings or other supports uh, groups. And the whole idea is really to just keep your, your eyes where your feet are, you know what I mean? And keep your head planted exactly where, where you are in the present moment because there's so much shit, there's so many fears that come up that are irrational, and there's so many things that we think about, and we get ahead of ourselves. Like, I know a big one for people is they think, how am I going to stay sober for the rest of my life? How am I going to accomplish something that I haven't been doing in years, maybe even decades in your case? And the whole idea is the only way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. And that's all you need to focus on is the very next bite. And the bite that you need to worry about is your day-to-day -day process. It's not about how you're going to stay sober for the rest of your life. It's really just about how are you going to stay sober today? That's all that matters fuck tomorrow. It's not here yet. It's totally irrelevant. And we don't really know what the future brings. I never had long-term goals of staying sober. Matter of fact, I never even thought I would really make it past a week, never mind a month, never mind a year. And yet here we are, next month will be 10 years for me. And again, it's not rocket science. You know what I mean? If, if I, if, I constantly was getting worried about how I was going to stay sober 10 years from from um, where I was at in 2013. I would have never even gotten started. I would have laughed in your face if you would have told me I'd have 10 years. There's no fucking way I would have ever imagined that. So, you know, focusing on one day at a time truly brings us into the present moment. And that's the power of our mindset. That's the power of really doing the next right thing asking yourself questions of, hey, what do I need to do today, right? What are the things that I'm going to do for my mentality, my keep my emotions at bay, and what are the healthy coping mechanisms that I need to 
rely on the healthy tools to stay sober today. And honestly, you could even simplify it more than that. There's people that stay sober just one hour at a time and they bullshit themselves and say, hey, I'll worry about the next hour when it comes. When your cravings are really bad and let's say you really have urges and you want to get high and you're thinking about relapsing, you know, BS yourself any way you can. Postpone it. You know what I'm saying? You will never, you will never wake up the next morning and say, damn, I really wish I relapsed last night. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we just got to get through the day. And my philosophy is, my way of thinking is, if you can get to sleep sober, it, that's a successful day. And the truth remains, that remains to be true for me today. You know what I'm saying? Like, And it's easy for me to, uh, you know, to kind of forget, or I should say take it for granted. I could easily say, well, sobriety is a given for me now. You know what I mean? People get into this mentality where you get enough time and you just kind of expect it and it's not a big deal. And to be quite honest with you, it's all perspective. Like me staying sober on a daily basis is just as big of a deal today as it was yesterday, as it was nine years ago. You know what I mean? Because guess what? If I got high tomorrow, everything, uh, everything would change. And I'm not necessarily saying that it would all crumble and fall apart, but I would definitely, uh, my perspective would definitely change quite a bit. And uh, I've built a life on sobriety and having a stable mind and, and, you know, because I am a fucking addict, you know what I mean? And I know what's waiting for me if I ever forget what helped me get to this balanced lifestyle and this balanced mindset. So Keeping it real simple in the beginning is crucial. You know, one day at a time is uh, is a really helpful slogan that has helped a lot of people. Again, it's it's about simplifying things. And whenever we complicate shit, we get discouraged, we get anxious, and we it doesn't really breed confidence in the direction that we're going in. And that's really what recovery is about. It's just about gaining confidence little by little. You know what I mean? Figuring out who you are. It's a journey. And figuring out interests and new things that, that you want to explore. And uh, it's a really cool journey. It's a really cool self-exploration. You know what I mean? It's self-actualization and coming to different levels of awareness. It's fucking awesome. So bask in it. You know what I mean? Even the tough times. Even the times that you think are really difficult. It's like it's not going to be like that forever. And a lot of times, those are the building blocks that create the people that we're meant to become, you know? So stick in the day, one day at a time, and that is the first slogan. So the second thing I want to talk about is strength through restraint. And this is a really cool phrase, a really cool quote that I like because, and obviously it's short and to the point, strength through restraint is basically emphasizing the fact that we need struggles to build strength. You know what I mean? Like when I think of restraint, it's about really maintaining your boundaries. It's about knowing what you should and you shouldn't be doing. Like for instance, when I'm on a diet and trust me, I have the nastiest sweet tooth you wouldn't even believe. I could eat so much shit. <laughs> like sweet tooth, desserts, 
pasta, just like whatever. You know what I mean? I, I can go, I can go really off the handle with, with food, and um, and I want to do that a lot. You know what I mean? Especially when I'm on a strict diet, and you know I'm truly trying to track my macros and and doing what I need to do food wise. Sometimes, man. I really just want to go out and get a bunch of ice cream and mac and cheese and all this different stuff. And that's the part that I need restraint from. You know what I mean? I need to refrain from that type of action because even though it will feel good in the moment, long term it will not. Now, of course, my, you know, let's be real here. You could treat yourself every once in a while. It's okay to have, you know, it's okay to have a little bit of leisure especially when it comes to food and and you want to enjoy that type of shit but the whole point here is i can't eat like that every night because if i do i'm not going to feel good about who i am my image is going to change physically you know what i mean i'm going to see myself differently and i'm not going to be happy and truly content with the way that i look and the way that i feel and to be quite honest with you like when you pig out like that you feel like shit it carries over into the next day. It carries over into your mood and, and the actions that we take. You know what I mean? So drugs are the same exact way. Like obviously when you're sober, you're going to have cravings. You're going to have urges that come up. And in the beginning, you know, it's really tough, especially if you're going through withdrawals, especially when shit hits the fan, you're going through an emotional time in your life and you're going through a breakup or whatever. You know what I mean? Just life happens. And so when these times come up and we have cravings and urges to escape what it is that we're feeling, we need to have that restraint. We need to have that boundary with ourselves and say, hey, listen, you know, I know that this is something that you want to do. I know that you want to escape. I know that you don't want to feel like this right now, but I need to do what I need to do. And if I truly want to have a successful life, I need to break these negative vices that are no longer fucking serving me. And that's just what it is. Like drugs and alcohol don't serve us anymore. If you're listening to this podcast and you have struggled with addiction, then good chances, there's a good chance that clearly it ain't working for you no more. But the problem is we, we've developed this belief system that has been pounded into our mind from when we first started using when it did work for us. So we remember the early times, and we know that at one point it, it did work for us, right? But we overstay our welcome. And eventually, you know, it, it becomes the place where when we go to, it, it just becomes toxic right away. We know that we're fucking up because we're acting against our intuition. We're acting against our subconscious mind, our gut feeling that's trying to wake us up and point us in the right direction. And so when we have those cravings and we negotiate with our lower self, that's basically what's happening. You're caving into your lower self, your lower vibration, and you're making a decision that is weakening you as an individual. You know, so strength through restraint means that we get stronger through battling and standing our ground. And it's like the the more things that we go through in life, the more experiences and obstacles that we go through in life and we stay disciplined to what we know we need to do, it's like we get all that armor. All those, all that shit that was supposed to knock us down, we actually wear it like a badge of honor. And we're like, you know what? The next time cravings, I get a craving or I'm in a similar situation, I can point to that and be like, I got through that at one point. 
You know what I mean? Like, this is nothing. I've already been through this, and I know what to expect. And so strength through restraint is really a mindset where it's like, you know what? I don't want the fucking easy way out because, you know what? That's not how I'm going to get stronger anyway. That's really, that's not going to serve me. And anything that's easy is not worth having, and anything that is worth having ain't easy to get. So the experiences that we perceive as being difficult and, you know, really causing some, some stress or, or difficulties, that's a perfect opportunity for us to grow. And that's where we get our strength from. So that's strength through restraint. Really like that quote. And, you know, it's about getting stronger through resistance. And what we're resisting is our lower self. So whenever you have those fucking, those, I call it the little bitch voice, you know what I mean? Whenever the little bitch voice is trying to convince you to do something that you know you shouldn't do, you got to work against that, man. You know what I mean? We're constantly, and also, I mean, speak about it with people too. Is The whole point is to not just like deal with this on your own. You know what I mean? The whole point is to obviously have a support system and utilize tools in your life in sobriety to help you get through these certain situations. So always keep that in mind too. And also, if you're listening to this, if you could, um, if you could rate my podcast, I'd greatly appreciate it. It's a really helpful way to to spread the message to other people who um, haven't found the podcast yet. And if you could do that right now, whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, whatever platform you're on, I'd greatly appreciate that. And so, the third quote I want to talk about is Holt and. This is another slogan that I learned. I learned this one in rehab, and I've heard it in AA as well. But uh, Holt is is hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. And it's a really simple um, acronym to to right. That's what they call it. They call it an acronym. It's not. A, yeah, no. It's a, I think that's called an acronym. I'm like, fuck, is that called an acronym when it, when it stands, you know, you have a word that stands for individual words, whatever, you guys get the point, right? Um, anyway, halt is hungry, angry, lonely, tired. And uh, I kind of utilize that as like, I don't anymore. I mean, I don't have cravings at this point in my sobriety. I'm, I'm very fortunate enough to be in that position, but when I did, when I was, you know, battling with certain urges and cravings, this would kind of be a a way to diagnose what was going on. You know what I mean? Okay, all of a sudden you feel like getting high. Then you say, you say to yourself, halt. And you go through that little checklist. Am I hungry? Am I angry? Am I lonely? Am I tired? And more times than not, not every time because addiction isn't like... It's not as simple as that, but a lot of times it would be one of those four things. It really would. I'd either be, you know, I'd simply be in a bad mood because maybe I'm um, hungry or tired. You know what I mean? Like one of those things are going on where I'm just in a place where I'm not thinking clearly because I'm uncomfortable physically, right? When we're tired, we're not thinking right and we make stupid choices sometimes. And the same thing with hunger. Like, fuck, man, when I'm hungry, get out of my way. You know what I mean? And sometimes we just got to have a little bit of self-care. So the hunger and the tired part are similar in that sense where they're simple, but you'd be surprised where sometimes our, our lack of judgment 
can happen in those mind mind frames when we're in that position, you know? And then obviously, um, angry, angry is a, anger is a big one. Like anger and resentment is a major contributor to relapse. It's, it's actually like the biggest contributor to relapse for people because it causes a lot of, it's a heavy emotion. It causes a lot of emotion. We get to a place where, uh, what I like to call the fuck it's when you get to the, get to that place where you just say, fuck it, I don't care. That's, that's the most dangerous, worst place to be because there's no changing your mindset, at least for, for people like myself. When I had serious anger issues, when I have that short fuse and I don't really care, I feel like what I'm pissed about is justified, man, I can do a lot of damage. I can do a lot of stupid shit, and meaning to myself, because I feel like whatever it is that I'm pissed off about, I, I, it's like that victim mentality, you know what I mean? Except you're seeing red and you just want to escape for, for, from whatever you're feeling. And you feel like it's completely okay because you know, it's not my fault. You start to play the victim mentality. You start to play the blame game on other people. And the truth of the matter is then, then recovery, the whole point is to not be the thermometer and that's what a thermometer does. It reacts to the outside elements. It, when, you, when you think of a thermometer, it's just reading the temperature. It has no control of itself. It's just reacting to the temperature outside. So if it's a cold day, the thermometer goes down. If it's scorching hot, the thermometer goes up. You know what I mean? And we as human beings cannot operate that way. We should not be operating that way because it's not healthy. And we also do not get to control the weather. And when I say the weather, what I really mean is outside influences, other people. The weather is really just a representation of other people and other things in our lives, our jobs, careers, relationships, uh, everything. Everything other than ourselves. We need to be the thermostat. That is what we need to really look to become and what a thermostat does obviously is you get to control the thermostat you get to control the temperature that your internal state sits at no matter what the outside weather looks like you know what i mean if it's 20 degrees outside i could set my thermostat to 68 degrees and that's what it's going to be set to and that's what it's going to be no matter what's going on outside if it's 90 degrees, I put the AC on, I set it to 70. You see what I'm saying? And that's essentially what recovery, we're supposed to aim for that. And it takes a lot of EQ and, and emotional intelligence and, um, you know, getting to a, a place where we know how to deal and sit with certain things in our lives that we probably haven't learned how to deal with in a long time. So that's a journey. And it's not easy, but that's really what we need to aim to be because I cannot control other people. I cannot control the way that I'm perceived or what people say or what people do, but I sure as fuck can control what I do. I can control my perspective on things and my mindset towards things. So if something is angering me and it might be completely justified, um, that I'm pissed off, it's still my problem that I get angered over it because 
if somebody makes you angry, they master you because they changed who you are. Let's say someone, let's say an ex cheated on you. You know what I mean? And obviously that's a hurtful thing. And the way that your view on relationships changes after that, that person masters you. They totally fucked you over for the rest of your life. And that's your loss. That's not their loss. That's your loss. Because you have now fundamentally changed as a human being because of someone else's actions. And that is an individual that does not control their internal state and does not control, which then in turn means you do not control the outcome of your life because your emotions can be swayed and you can change fundamentally based off of other people's actions. And that's pretty deep shit. You know what I mean? Like that's, we need to be really careful about the belief systems that we have and are they really true or do we think and operate a certain way to protect ourselves but it actually doesn't it hurts us more than it helps us so um anyway i was in, i was i got into that part because of the anger element of halt which is a big one and and uh, controlling your emotions. And, uh, and obviously the last part, you know, the, the other part that I didn't touch on yet was the loneliness, which I've talked about a hundred million times how important uh, unity in recovery is. You know what I mean? It's really one of the building blocks to not just getting sober in the beginning, but really staying sober and having a solid, a solid foundation and solid building blocks towards long-term recovery and building relationships with people that are like-minded i mean that's what that's what life is about it's about building it's about building relationships with people that you truly care about and and love and and that's what we're supposed to have in recovery you know what i mean just because we get sober doesn't mean like it's time to isolate and just live your boring life and and do your own thing like no you know what i mean there's a lot there's a lot to there's just, there's so much to be explored with people. Uh, some of the fucking best people in my life. I mean, actually, shit. When I think about the best people in my life, they're all in recovery. You know what I mean? I, I've aligned my life with people in recovery, and it, and uh, because obviously I'm sober, and and that's like the goals and direction um, that my life is heading. Obviously, my my work is related to that, and so. But man, some of the best people you will ever meet are in recovery and it's because we've been through a lot of shit and we know each other's story. Even if our details are a little different and we come from different backgrounds, we can all relate to one another. And that's really what it's about, you know? So that piece of it, the loneliness is a big one. If you're isolating a lot, then that's something you need to fix. You need to get outside of your fucking comfort zone. You need to man up or woman up and go do what you got to do and get support one way or another. You know what I mean? It's important to have that connectivity with people that have been where you're at. I mean, you, you, you will relate to them. <laughs> we make it, we fear sometimes putting ourselves out there and getting support. Um, and we make it into something that it really doesn't need to be. It will be a lot more fruitful than it will be anything. So that's what I got for today, guys. And uh, listen, if you feel like you need a coach, if you feel like you need to hire somebody and you feel like you are isolating and you're not uh, doing what you need to do in your recovery and you feel like you just need more out of life, 
then give me a shout. You know what I mean? I love what I fucking do, and maybe I'm not the person for you, but I can at the very least point you in the right direction. You know what I mean? So you can contact me at 203-917-8862. Again, that's 203-917-8862. And I hope everybody has a tremendous day. And, um, again, if you could rate the podcast, I'd greatly appreciate it. And uh, much love, guys. I will see you on the next one.